Hello, welcome to the High Council. Hello, today we're going to be talking about how to find happiness in an absurd universe. And by absurd, I mean inherently, I believe at least, that the universe is pretty random. There is no plan. There is no greater plan, you know. And And I will disagree with that, and we will talk about it. All right, fair. And as humans, we need to get over the fact that like, we're always trying to find meaning in things that we observe in our universe, such as comets. There's historical evidence stating that every time a, com- a comet before the invention of the telescope and you know scientific thinking that we understand it today, every time a comet was visible from like prehistoric age to now or you know modern times, people took it as a bad omen from gods or the god that bad things were gonna happen and usually something bad did inevitably happen, you know, in the span of years that after the people saw it. So it was kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Prophecy, yeah, yeah, which is real shit. That yeah. shit is and like all just, mental stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like attributing meaning to the universe is kind of pointless. We can understand the universe, but even to that extent, we can never completely understand it, especially not in our lifetime, but like before you and I die there's going to be parts of the universe that we just cannot explain and we're going to have to accept that. So searching and like longing for meaning all the time and being depressed or killing people because they don't necessarily agree with your beliefs because your man in the sky had the correct belief or you believe that he does. And the other guy's man in the sky is incorrect. But uh, But I actually read this book called The Sacred and the Profane by uh, Mercia Eliade. And I, I think it's a woman, I'm not sure, but he or she is basically writes about like why religion exists and like like it's basically a part of our genetic makeup and our code and our, like, like human beings need meaning in order to not become nihilistic which is, you know, another realm of philosophy that, you know, many philosophers have delved into and it is related to existentialism. And basically, because we, we wake up every day and repeat, you know, cycles, if we feel like there's no meaning in what we're doing, then we don't want to do it. So we want to die, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up cycles, actually. No, continue. Um. Well, yeah, that's basically it. So, like, what you said, the the world is absurd, but it's also, isn't it interesting how, like, energy just gets converted and, like, evolution and, like, there are systems and things that have function that we do understand, that we yeah, learn, like absolutely. mathematics, calculus, the position of the stars, yeah. all that, all this thing. So, yeah, it's like, why we have the, a world, moon and all the world may be absurd, like, the world may be absurd, but there is reason behind it. Yeah, so no, this is why people think this is why people believe that God exists because they look at the world, they see creation, they see systems functioning and they go, well, nothing I've ever created just worked on accident. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, but usually if something is functioning at, in, at a way where it's able to capable of doing shit that human beings are capable of doing, it's like, you got to think like, you know, did this randomly just evolve? And it's like, whether God has sentience or whether he is just some self-creating process that we don't understand is it's a whole nother topic, but it's like, yeah, 
the world is absurd, but then it's not, you know, and that's yeah, why no. it's absurd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're, and I'm saying that the world, we can understand like certain scientific physical properties of the world, like gravity. We understand why it works because our earth has mass, that mass pulls things to right. it and we just live on the planet. So we can't escape it without a certain amount of force like a rocket <laughs> until we until we don't understand gravity at the at the event horizon of a black hole exactly yeah to a certain extent that's what i mean by like absurd but even though like the fraction of knowledge that we can abs like absolutely say yes this is real we know it we can like study it and we have mathematical proof that this is real and it works even to that extent there's certain levels to it that we just can't understand and even like matter we know what matter is it's atoms combined in a certain way but there's certain things like dark matter that we still don't completely understand. Yeah. And we're still like baffled by how that thing could even be in our universe yeah, and why it exactly. exists. And that's the where the absurdity comes in. But we can certainly understand to a certain extent. But I'm saying you can't get hung up on always trying to figure out the answer. And but because yeah. you'll never get it. Like it's almost impossible. Like the human, you know journey to understand everything is certainly an amicable one and i've loved the journey so far i love knowledge but i don't think we'll ever probably get to a point before you know the heat death of our universe before or we just destroy ourselves before we realize the actual you know it, true inner workings like a clock of the universe like and how right. it works and why yeah. Before and we understand yeah, the absolutely. real, the true reality. Yeah, exactly. Like that only we... manifests itself in certain forms in our world. Exactly. We know there's something above it that we don't understand. And that's why but the thing is, religious people, they they've convinced themselves that they do understand. And when mm -hmm. it functions that it when it functions in the correct way, it, it you get people like Martin Luther King who, you know, just because they believe in themselves enough because they truly believe that God is with them. You know, they can accomplish things that, like, probably if they weren't religious, they probably wouldn't have been able to. Oh, yeah, because, I absolutely like, believe that. So it's like, you know, I think I'm getting to the point in my life where, like, I see how important God is. But it's like I, when I was until recently, I didn't understand what God was. I thought he was a father that, like, abandoned us, you know, and was just letting us uh you know, kill each other and not doing shit about it. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to think about a God as a person in the sky who is watching shit unfold and just like, you know, they'll you know, wants out. you to get on your knees. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Or wants you to get on your knees and beg him for, for mercy. Like just, yeah, just to, to see right. you, basically, some, you know, but, acknowledgement. But, and then it you rarely ever comes. Or you'll see, right. like, or, you know, you'll take a sign that may not be, you know, anything have to do with it. And you'll take it as, oh, yeah, that was God, definitely. Like, oh, the sun right. rising? God told me, like, today's going to be special or some shit like that. No, that's just the earth revolving around the sun and the only reason why it hasn't stopped is because <laughs> nothing has stopped it yet yeah yeah i mean but the thing is like the, there were sun gods like this book that i read it talks about like you know monotheism and like the, the supreme god is the god that won over the um all the other gods the, the, the gods of the gods of the river and the gods of the mountain and shit because those things we can understand you know what I mean? But the supreme God that is the true nature of reality, that's the higher religions delved into that, like Hinduism, even though they have pantheons and stuff, there is a true reality, yeah, the Brahman, a, which all things return to yeah, at once a, they've like, solved their karma. Right. And, cool. and like, you know, Allah and uh, 
you know, the Judaism, God of Judaism and Christianity is the same one, but it's like the Supreme God who uh, created the world, left the world. This is all like, this is what all the religions teach is that like the God that created the universe is no longer here. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, that part I could believe because there's nothing to suggest besides maybe dark matter that something else in our universe or like, you know, and our existence has that control. Because I feel like, just think about it. If something that powerful existed, it'd either never be known to us or we would know about it, like immediately, because it'd just be that powerful, you know? Like, I feel like there's a only- And that's why, but it's, if you were really, I feel like if you were really spiritually woke and not like for real, you would know that God exists because you could just look at creation and be like, yeah, you would, well, you'd believe it, but I mean, science tells us why, you know, like when you say, creation, oh yeah, like, what do you mean by that? Do you mean life? But like I, squirrels I, life, and trees? Literally and everything that exists well, and all the know. process that exists. Okay, Evo- okay. Evolution. Look at, evo- like, well, I can tell you why evolution Creation. Exists. Like when you go into nature and you're in the forest yeah. and you get that feeling of calm and peace. Mm-hmm and all that shit the reason why is because you're looking at creation which is what love is and that's why you feel god's love when you are witnessing his creation which is nature and when you witness his creation which is people that you love and when you and once you know that love is creation you'll treat creation everything that exists with kindness and compassion yeah, because why would you hurt because yeah. you you are god that's why we pray to ourselves is because we, god isn't inside of, he's not he's not in the sky he's within us mm, and he is everything that exists that's what i think hmm. i will say that i think that the universe definitely started from something we're not sure what and it could very it well started be from itself probably that's well, what that's what the vedic philosophers teach yeah but you know because god like god exists outside of time basically like all of time is happening at the same time to god that's why he's not here but he is here because we are him that's deep right yeah i mean i understand like i took a asian philosophy class so i am familiar with like hinduism and buddhism and stuff and yeah like there's certain things like that fix the holes of like christianity and whatnot and you know we could think or talk about that. I feel like Buddhism is you know what our generation is super fucking philosophical because well I I don't know how into astrology you are but basically like astrology is a type of philosophy I will say that right I feel like philosophy is in everything literally everything exists because of someone's belief like that is philosophy in my opinion love is a lot of things and wisdom is one is one thing that you know philosophers (laughs) realize that is really important and leads us to love is by you know actually understanding yeah, what things are and how things are is the biggest thing because conflicts arise just like in naruto bro when you can't understand each other's feelings and the only way right. to truly like squash those things is to gain perspective and see things from the other side that's why people with no empathy really shouldn't be leaders because they can't understand their yep. enemy but the only yet, way that people with no empathy are the most likely to yeah, be power because that's yeah. what it takes. Yeah, to get you have there. to. Yeah, people. Well, that's what we believe as people. As of now, we have to believe that you should be able to have no conscience, crush the people under you, and lead with an iron fist through anything, no matter what. Which yeah. arguably, like, I mean, could help, but also 
as we were talking about earlier in that really good anime, my uh, the slime. I got reincarnated into a slime. Uh, ten out of ten, by the way. Uh, through kindness and just you know rationality, understanding that conflict really isn't going to get anyone anywhere besides people killed, and no one wants to die. It just makes more sense logically to work together to find a solution to many of the problems. I mean, granted, we have a lot of problems that can't immediately be solved by just working together, like land. We're running out of pop, like land for this extremely populated planet. Where is that going to happen? I don't know, but it would sure... Mm, that's not actually... I mean, we could sustain yeah, way we, more people. Yeah, we the thing we is, is that to. we only live... Mostly we live on coasts and shit, so it's like we're... Yeah, like, like, we, you know the way Russia, we structure a human society Russia is basically like... basically isn't populated besides like one part of it. Like a majority of Russia just has nothing because it's, you know, barren. But if we really wanted to, we could build like housing out there and make it so people could live, like just build a dome or something, you know? But I'm saying more likely than not, we'll probably reach a crisis point before people actually start saying, you know what, we'll just build somewhere where it's, you know, a little less desirable, but, you know, the rich people live in, you know, crazy places anyway. Like, and they can just take choppers to town and stuff. That's where I think we're going. I think the absurdity of the world creates illusions that people get lost in and money and power and all that shit, basically everything negative that we think is negative, but it's just like a part of us that isn't functioning correctly is just like, you know, a part of like, you ever look at, <laughs> there was this, I saw this video of a baby, like antelope or some kind of prey deer animal, like drinking from like some African water, like, and it was like sitting like right next to the edge, leaning down, like watching the water and out of nowhere, this like giant crocodile <laughs> comes up and the baby deer dodged the fuck out of, he did not take a single Nick hit or anything. He survived because all of his like shit that was functioning, like basically all his shit was functioning correctly. Right? Like to me, that is like the closest you are to God is when every part of you is functioning the way it's supposed to. And like fear, anger, anxiety, all that shit is like that shit is that supposed to be there that that shit saved that deer you know what i mean he was watching that water like no one can tell me animals aren't conscious or any or don't have awareness or anything like that yeah, absolutely when you, do. Watch, them, when you watch them right exactly and so like that shit is like it, it, i don't know evolution is the craziest thing to me and it's like why does it even exist in the first oh, place well, i, I don't tell know. you well here's what because in our brains like even down to the bacteria, we want to survive and produce, like reproduce. So what happens is through life, say, like this. I mean, happens. I understand evolution as a process, but why is it? Does it? Why are things evolving? Oh, because why does life exist and oh, why are things evolving? That was my question. Things are evolving because we evolve yeah. to make things easier. Yeah, we evolve to make things easier for us to live and easier for us to reproduce. Like giraffes exist and evolved to be giraffes because there were also shorter neck giraffes, but they couldn't get the food sources <laughs> that they needed to, yeah, that they literally needed to survive and reproduce. So you know what happened? The giraffes with longer necks got more of the food and just over time, their necks grew to be longer and longer because you know what the trees did? A lot of the trees that were smaller and that were getting eaten by the short neck giraffes and the like longer neck giraffes they just died and only the larger trees were able to survive so you know what happened 
trees started to grow. And so you just get, you know, the natural progression of life. You get a longer necked animal trying to eat a taller thing. And you know what <laughs> so happened to the shorter neck animals? Even, they that, died. That, is, that doesn't sound absurd at all, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, it makes perfect sense, right? But the thing is, people like Christians don't believe in that. And that's what's absurd to me. Like Christians are like, no, nah, that didn't exist. God just made short necked yeah. giraffes and they just died, I guess. Or something Beliefs like are Beliefs are one of the things that are is like a, the easiest illusion because exactly. you have faith and you think you know something, but you don't. Like that's the whole point of philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like if you love wisdom, you can use religion for what it's for because there's so much not like philosophy is like a religion. You know, of religion knowledge. is the yeah, yeah exactly. Me. That's what I believe. Or a religion of yeah, a religion of knowledge. But actual religion is a religion of knowledge too. It's just it's like what that you think it men is. have used it to control other people yeah. and tell them how they should live. Yeah, exactly. That's and one of that's the things. The wrong one. Yeah, that's the one of the things I just hate about Christianity and just like all of those super religious Any like religion. God. Yeah, like literally all the religions are basically saying you should believe this. Don't really question it at all. And everyone who does question it, you should either kill them, ostracize them, yeah. or, you know, heavily tax them or something like that. You should hate them, which honestly doesn't make sense to me. Why would you hate well, just here's people, why. Quote, quote, people of God or whatever? And why would your God be telling you to hate these people? And why would your it's God be telling deep. you? Yeah, it's insane. It's deep because basically human beings have to figure out, like, the best way to live together. And when, like, religions and, the, like, the more advanced religions were still coming together uh, and like written word and shit was Mm -hmm. like, you know, becoming more populated. We were in feudalism era of humanity. You know what I mean? So we were using religion to justify the divine right of certain people to rule. I know why it was a useful tool. It's one of the best tools ever. Like, do you know how much money the Catholic church has? Like, do you know how much influence, you know, Christianity has? Like, but now there's other, there's other beliefs that are fucking us up. Like now we're in, capitalism and the belief is that you are entitled to all the wealth that you create regardless of how much you could produce if, if you produce more than you could even consume if you're still in it should it should be buried in the ground and rot before anyone else yep. can use it anyone else and that's it. that's where we're at yep. yeah before and, and no one else and anyone who thinks that's wrong is the entitled person who doesn't want to work for what yeah, they exactly. want and anyone who isn't like me, rich, is obviously something's wrong with them. Because yeah, or I, doesn't you know, deserve it, simply. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they're not worth it or some shit. It's fucked. But, hey, that's what we have to pull ourselves out of. And let me know yeah. what you think about this idea. I'm not sure about dropping it on my pod. Granted, no one really listens. Shout out to you four listeners, by the way. Hey, four <laughs> listeners. Yeah, Thank you. We appreciate you guys. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Be sure to give this podcast five stars. It goes up in the algorithm if you do that. So it really helps us get some more listeners and maybe comment something you like about the show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I have a couple ideas. I was talking to one of your friends about them. And it's for like... Post- one of my friends? Yeah. Beer set. Who? Uh, oh. post-COVID, you know, like back when we can see people again, uh, I have a, maybe a small business idea that it could maybe what about. It's the goal of the small business would be to try and combat the misinformation, you know, that I've just seen rampant because of social media and also get people face-to-face talking to each other, you know, like communication, like that human element that I feel like... Honestly, dude. Missing. And it would be hopefully steered towards education and like debating 
on what you believe and why and you know establishing just trying to make society better yes. through philosophy literally you what you what you're saying is you you want to start a philosophy school Basically, no not not even a school like i was researching like just office space or like maybe a cafe even like that's where i'm thinking like very small but i'm just thinking how it would be profitable you know like honestly i'm kind of banking on a lot of businesses like just foreclosing you know so like the market kind I think of drops. if you if you if you if you i don't know why this is but it seems like to me everyone like from all the successful people that i've looked at like if mm-hmm. money is your primary goal you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it, it, it's, it's not gonna work like just think about jeff bezos you know he the richest man on the planet created yeah. amazon a store where you can buy anything but how long did it take for amazon to actually start making money decade or like years i know that i yeah. it started as Year. a little book selling company like so what i'm saying basically what i'm saying is i like this idea of school. what i want why i said school is because i would that, love to like, teach people dialogue dial like what you, i think dialogue is really important and i've been talking to you know people women actually and like seeing now like i didn't know how to talk to women before because i was too afraid to actually defend myself against their own bullshit, which mm-hmm. is something that it took me a long time to realize. Like women who are like, you know, not even your, like how you're 22, right? Yeah. Like 19, 18, 20 year olds, they are so egotistical. Yeah. It's crazy. They think they're the best ever. And if you're not on their level, like you're basically scum. And so basically, like, I, I was talking to this girl and when I, I gave her a pickup line and she told me <laughs> that, that was your I first had, mistake. She, no, yeah, it was, my, it was my first mistake. But see, I'm at a point where I can't be knocked off my shit anymore by yeah. anybody. So it's like basically she, what she told me was that I had work to do because my pickup line wasn't romantic. And then I told her that that's not even what women want in the first place. I told her that oh she God. doesn't know what love is because she's not actually you know, showing me that she knows what it is or telling me what she knows what it is, but yet wants me to work for something that for something that I didn't say I even wanted. You know what I mean? It was just like, I really read her shit all the way down and we talked for a while and she ended up unmatching me because I told her like the shit that you're doing, I recognize in myself and like in experiences in my past. So actually you're the one who needs, has work to do. I Like you're not on my level, but it's like, yeah, it's i forgot i lost my train of thought but yeah dialogue is important because i think that even though you know there was no outcome that was still a positive experience because women need to get knocked off their fucking pedestals so that they don't miss a good man that comes along and is trying to love them Mm -hmm. uh that reminds me check out this guy called the black okage he's like he always spits like this type of knowledge about like women really are gassed up because of the internet like a lot of these fives and sixes think they're sevens and eights like that's what he says and it's like because (laughs) of guys like always placating them like on instagram and shit like all these lovey eyes and hard eyes and like when you actually start to talk to a girl like her ego is out of control and like you actually can't even get anywhere because it's like if you're not willing to like bet like be on your knees like with a thousand dollars and fucking a full time job you have no right to talk to me and it's like no that's not what you should be looking for <laughs> yo you what, looking I, for told her, this what I told her i said i've i've i said the last thing i need is a woman who will test me um and uh you know feed her ego with the love i give freely but can't wait their love that I'd rather give freely but cannot without being destroyed. That's why I told her. Isn't that deep? <laughs> yeah. 
Cause that's literally like I went through it, bro. Like I went, like I met this girl. She, I thought she was beautiful. You know what I mean? She wasn't the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, but she came up to me and started talking to me. So I saw that she was interested in me. But when I went yeah. to pursue her, all of a sudden, you know, she's putting up all these walls. But the real reason why she was putting up those walls and why she acted the way she did is because women test men to see how strong they are and to see if they're a man that is actually, you know on his shit and can get things done and do what a man is supposed to do. Yeah, I will and say that. I I didn't show her that. So it's like it could have worked, you know what I mean? Like we can knock people off the pedestal, teach them. But it's like if you have to teach someone too much, then it's that is a form of love, which is what the philosophers practice is teaching people by talking to them mm-hmm. the nature of reality and what things really are so that they can be a better version of themselves. Yeah, That's what I think love act. really is. Absolutely right? how you should like how you should conduct yourself. And mm-hmm. I was going to say um yeah, you're right, because I swear that, um, oh, man, I forgot where I was going to go with that. And I hate when you forget when you're about to say something. But um, Sorry about it. Yeah, it was something about how, um, yeah, it's just a, oh, he said something like, the black guy said something. It was like, uh, yeah, man. <sighs> Rate this podcast five stars. <laughs> <How about that? laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. This is off a long break. You know, we we needed a break, or at least I did. You know, no, I did too. For real, I feel like I've grown. I feel like we both grown a lot since yeah, the last time we talked. I, so. I feel like that too, and that's what I love about philosophy. I honestly feel like I've learned so much in like this, like, uh, dude, it's quarantine. the key, bro. That's one of the one like I hate when people say oh, this quarantine literally is quarantine, but you should, be, awakening, bro. you should be expanding your horizons during this quarantine. You should be learning at least something during this quarantine, like exploring, like learning about yourself, even like, right. what you love, what you don't or, like. What you can I, I, yeah, because it's the only thing you can do yeah. in the quarantine, right? But you should be doing that. Anyway, you know, at yeah, all times. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, <laughs> yeah. real shit. Yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> do like, that every this, day, every moment. Yeah, but this is one of those like pauses in human history where everyone can literally check themselves and analyze what they're doing and honestly i i should do this more because you know lord knows i could probably do better but hey hey you're you i think you're doing great thanks man i appreciate and it. um yeah i really mean that and um yeah the only thing i was gonna say is my dad said some funny shit where a lot of people think this, that the COVID is actually like some bioweapon created by the Chinese <laughs> and the vaccines are like, you know, the defense against the bioweapons. So now there's like a new biological arms race, like of viruses and vaccines that like, this is the new warfare because like actual warfare, you know, is, isn't going to work anymore. It's stupid. It, Why it's would you send thrown. people in to do your job when you can right. send a germ that no one half the country believes it's fake anyway <laughs> right let them kill themselves that's what exactly. literally what they're doing what they but it's who knows why what covid really where it really came from because we don't we china you know they don't have yeah, to tell china, anybody yeah, china is very selective let's say with information <laughs> they give us it yeah. better be true or not you know they have no love for the united states but that's a good other world like other countries 
Right. Like they're like they're okay. If literally China's the last country standing, that's they're all right with world domination. I think philosophy really is the way <laughs> to make this world heaven on earth. I think it could be. That's what like, I at its highest level. I, I think want, it really could. I don't know if I'm gonna say that's like my dream or that's what I want, but I truly do think that philosophy can be used to make your personal life a better place. And also but imagine if other people imagine like, if imagine if readers and all right, let me say that again because I was so telling you. You can also make like yourself better, like personally, and also make your community right. better and the people around you. Like you will have a better effect on the people around you with philosophy. That's, well. I agree. I think you can live in heaven on earth if you if you synthesize all the knowledge of all these philosophers, whether they're religious or not, or right. you know, if you do that and you learn what love is and you practice that, you could make a world for yourself that is like basically paradise that's what i think Honestly, and bro, if all I'm, the leaders all if all the leaders in the world were like that and like knew and like we vetted them to see if they actually were compassionate kind people who did that know what love is mm-hmm. what like a, poverty would be the first thing that would go you know what i mean it, it, so imagine a world with no poverty where our leaders are actually philosophers and are you know and they teach the people how to live correctly yeah and like they lead by example that'd be amazing right yeah like instead of being like billionaire like mcscrooges and just letting thousands of people die because it'll maybe harm your image or something like that yeah that sounds like a wonderful idea and like right now our our values are reflective of our leaders like people think that the only thing that matters is how much money you have therefore for someone who has a lot of money even though he really is broke as hell donald trump he gives the perception he gives the perception of what the general american people wanted what they but trump is a whole another a whole another podcast but yeah yeah, even like people like even the fact that uh bloomberg ran you know what i mean and thought he could thought he could he might have who knows if yeah. elizabeth warren hadn't it was, de- like it decapitated actually, him in that debate yeah, it was feasible let's say that but hey we'll save that for another podcast we're running yeah. out of time here it was great talking to you you can maybe stay around for another one it was great talking um i'm feeling chased yeah. up and uh yeah uh we appreciate the listen this was a little bit of a long one, but it was good to get back in the swing of things. Uh, we appreciate the listen, and we hope that you enjoyed your time here and at least learned something, maybe even a laugh. Uh, yeah, we'll see you again next time, hopefully. And-